Representation in feminism is important because without it, we cannot truly include all women, since things like race, class, religion, being disabled, being trans, etc. all play huge roles into your womanhood. And since womanhood isn't binary, we have to be inclusive. More than just beauty trend, natural hair empowers Brazilian women. The article discusses what sexism looks like for women of color. This article does a good job in showing how representation can be helpful and how Eurocentric beauty standards negatively affect women of color in a way that makes women of color feel that they aren't as pretty as white women, but at the same time, having ethnic features like having big lips and an hourglass figure and kinky hair and braids is only deemed as beautiful when white women do it. Oftentimes, feminism ignores marginalized groups, which is why women of color don't identify as feminists, because they see feminism as a white women's issue. This can be seen since the beginning of the creation of the women's movement. Since the Civil Rights Act movement almost happened intersectionally with the women's movement, many of the arguments as to why white women should have the same rights as white men were very racist. It almost says, white women are still white and therefore should not be put in the same category as black people. While people made a lot of progress in the women's movement, and left black women as the last to get voting rights. White feminists, in this case, would march for women's movement, but at the same time, vote against black women. White feminists will march for reproductive rights, wage gaps, etc., which they should and have every right to. But you won't see them at a BLM protest. You won't see them at an abolishing ICE protest protests. You can be a feminist and a white person without being a white feminist, as long as your feminism is intersectional and doesn't exclude black and brown women. Race is a women's issue. The negative stereotypes that the patriarchy has created for black women is far more dangerous than the ones that it has created for white women. The hypermasculinization of black women is a direct result of white supremacists and misogynists. Because black women are seen as aggressive people, they see them as a threat while misogyny puts white women to be weak or something that you have to protect and infantilizes them while this is bad in its own way this idea doesn't strip you of your femininity the same way that it will to black and brown women the agenda of mainstream feminism is totally backwards mainstream feminism tells you that sexual liberation will be your freedom and your escape but you can't be sexually liberated without dismantling rape culture. The only way that feminism can be inclusive is if we have more movements like natural hair, and if we view womanhood as something fluid and something that doesn't only look a certain way. Many people often ask me, are you Mexican before you're a woman, or are you a woman before you're Mexican? I'm a Mexican woman because that's grammatically correct. But you can't take one out and use that to define me. I'm not just a woman, nor am I just Mexican. Those two things play a huge role into who I am and create what the patriarchy has deemed me to be. And the negative stereotypes and tropes that it has created are because of my race and because of my gender. In The Princess Diaries, Mia, the main character who is portrayed by Anne Hathaway, there is a transformation scene that includes her from going to kinky hair to straight hair and wearing makeup. This montage sequence fuels into this idea that your appearance defines you and can completely change your personality. 
This ugly duckling robe overall values Eurocentric beauty standards and affects a lot of girls of color with curly hair because I think, well, I can straighten my hair. Also, this trope usually includes a different taste in fashion, which just proves to be a marketing tactic of capitalists who want to capitalize off of women's insecurities. And to be quite frank, it's kind of smart and it definitely works. Is it morally correct? No. This trope perpetuates the marketing. This trope perpetuates the cultivation theory. The cultivation theory, by definition, is a sociological and communications framework. It suggests that people who are regularly exposed to media for long periods of time are more likely to perceive the world's social realities as they're presented by the media they consume, which in turn affects their attitudes and behaviors. If we are exposed to a society that says that beauty is everything and that beauty will lead you to greatness and that beauty will lead you to success and then beauty will give you so many opportunities in life that beauty looks like having straight hair that beauty looks like being narrowless that beauty equates to wearing makeup that beauty equates to having the prettiest clothes designer bags pretty heels and your nails done and values beauty to be white this creates a toxic environment for all women of color and leads to adultification. A good example of what adultification is, is in The House of Mango Street. The Marin poem is a great depiction of women of color being exposed to the beauty hierarchy at a very young age. Marin teaches us what cream is best for taking off mustache hair. And if you count the white flecks on your fingernails, you know how many boys are thinking of you and lots of other things I can't remember now. That is a prime example of beauty standards and adultification. Esperanza in this is 12, and she's already being exposed to misogyny. She's already being exposed to sexism. She's already being exposed to the beauty hierarchy. The beauty hierarchy looks very different for women of color because we value Eurocentric beauty standards and we don't see enough women of color on screen. We don't see enough women of color in feminism, which is why representation is so important. And essentially, the beauty hierarchy will continue to thrive and create a toxic environment for women of color if we continue to value beauty so deeply. And if we continue to associate beauty with whiteness without representation of all women, Feminism will ultimately fail to be an inclusive space for women of color.